6: Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. Or did you did. say did. Burp Man? Okay.
1: I said Birdman. Birdman. Like he says it in the show. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh welcome year. <laughs> I to the pod, have cast a funny story about
6: that. Hello. About Birdman? A while back I got reached out. I got approached by the creators of the spin-off to Harvey Birdman. And uh, they, they were interested in talking to me about casting for season two. And I was like, oh, my God, they want me to be on the show. And we, we set up a meeting and I call, we, a phone meeting. And we were shooting the shit for like 20 minutes before I realized that they didn't want to cast me in it. They were asking if I wanted to cast it. And I said, no. oh, if
1: you wanted to be the casting director.
6: Yeah, apparently Adult Swim. You know? I used to I used to a long time oh, ago. I okay, cracked. Okay. And uh, Adult Swim apparently has me on a list of casting directors, but it was mm-hmm. a big disappointment. It was a uh-huh. big you're disappointment. You're so good at it. Though, so and at it. we all had an awkward laugh, and I went about my life. Anyway, we can keep <laughs> this story in or we can cut it.
1: <laughs> I'm fine with it. I mean, I'll tell my embarrassing Birdman story, which okay. is that I have on a couple of occasions in my life shouted it at the moment of climax because it, uh. it has quite an impact on people, especially <laughs> if they grew up watching the show. Not a positive impact. Don't get a lot of repeat business when I do that, but it's um, <laughs> <That's laughs> so a thing
6: funny. I've done <laughs> so is, this a, is this a real story, Robert? <laughs> yes,
1: that's a, I would never lie to you. <laughs>
6: He says with a twinkle in his eye. Cr- I would never <laughs> lie to you. Beyond, I tell bit. every
1: person one lie.
6: Okay, uh-huh. is it a different that one? That could for each be person? my lie. Yeah, it's a different
1: one for each person. Yeah, Good. I uh, I once convinced a dear friend of mine that the band Hanson had all died in a bus crash. Um, oh,
7: yeah. Robert.
2: Yeah.
6: Well, that's true. Oh, that's how day. that urban legend started.
7: Well, the beautiful started. thing,
1: I just brought it up, like, casually one day, and then, like, a year later, we were at a party, and someone brought Hanson up, and and my friend was like, oh, it's so sad. What happened in that bus crash? And <laughs> it was the funniest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> I love Oh, my God. That's <laughs> um, Anyway, I'm a bad person. Uh, this is the worst year ever. How are you sure all Sure is.
6: <laughs> okay. True. Hi. Let's
4: say our names. Welcome to the show. Right. Oh, right. I'm
1: Cody. Is that
6: your name? Welcome to the show.
4: That's, welcome to the show. I'm Malcolm. Welcome to the show. Today welcome I will be voiced show. by Chris Pratt.
1: <laughs> we are we are trying oh. to offload all of our narration duties onto
4: Mr. Pratt. Yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> he's apparently got the time. Mm-hmm.
6: Katie didn't take name is that Katie. much time. Yeah. My name's Katie. That's right. Awesome. I knew, I, I yeah. knew there was something I, I was forgetting. I was trying to come up with some sort of Chris Pratt joke and I had nothing. And here we are. Um yes, this is the worst. Chris Pratt is no joke, Katie. Uh, I know. (laughs) I know. I'm just Mm -hmm. agreeing with whomever today. Mm -hmm. Um I'm good, man. I'm Katie and I'm good.
4: Heck
1: yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Halloween
6: weekend. Feels like everybody did Halloween up this year as opposed to last year. Yeah. I
1: was Portland goes pretty hard on Halloween, so there were like kids in the street and a party people doing stuff. Like it was like a, it was like the 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 first episode of Stranger Things. All all sorts of kids, cool, very festive. It was a good time. Uh, no fun. no monsters, but
4: um, I had the uh, opposite. Uh, mm. My neighborhood, because there's a there's a religious school uh, yeah. nearby, yeah, and that's so not they do not either. they do not do the Halloween here. We learned, uh, yeah, when we put a bunch of graves in our get yard it. and skeletons, <laughs> and uh, got like five kids think, stop by.
6: You would we, think that uh, a neighborhood near a school would be filled with kids. Not hmm.
4: not that kind of kids.
6: Oh, not not yeah. th- not
1: this kind of not that kind of school. They are gotcha. not allowed to enjoy things.
6: Yeah. Oh, that kind yeah. of school.
1: No, 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 um, not with religion. In the mix. Mm.
6: Speaking of nodding, nodding. <laughs> speaking of nodding, allowed. are we
1: doing heroin, Katie? Is this finally happening? Let's
6: do it. Because I'm no. on board. Oh. Oh. Happy Halloween. Oh. <laughs> mm. uh, not being able to enjoy or whatever. I was responding to something, and now it's too mm-hmm. late. Speaking of, should we talk about some news?
4: Oh, speaking of that,
6: let's. What sure. if we talked about the news? We didn't talk about discussing this, but. Apparently JFK Jr. did not come and deliver a message to all the QAnon people gathered waiting for him today when he I guess he was supposed to. At like um, a
7: stadium in Dallas. Am I am I remembering this correctly, Katie?
6: I don't know. I don't <laughs> I saw this before sitting
7: down here. Where I, were saw, they? I saw the pictures of the people with like the Trump Kennedy yeah. shirts. Like I it's really funny to me that they think that Trump would like 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 that. If J- JFK Jr. was still alive, he would be the VP. Like it's so weird.
1: It is very funny.
7: It's really like the pictures are like funny, but also like really sad.
4: It's a bummer.
1: It's a um, huge bummer.
7: Yeah,
6: it it's seemed, a big time. It, it is in Dallas. Sort of, it's in downtown Dallas that set up. It does AT&T seem like, like they Plaza. really
4: think that it's happening and that yeah, he was going I to show up. It is tweeted
6: sad. this, but I'm going to mention it here. Um, before the pandemic somewhere in the year leading up before. I mean, we all knew about QAnon, but a lot of people maybe perhaps didn't understand what was happening. Um, I had an Uber driver.
1: Oh, to I'm pitch sorry,
6: me Katie on QAnon. <laughs> and I, rem- well, I mean, I bring this up because I did think yeah. it was silly and funny at the time. Like I couldn't wait to tell Cody, but it's tragic. It's fucking heartbreaking. And he, he yeah, pulled over to show me on his phone. And he like turned around and pulled up his phone and he goes, Okay, oh, look God. at this, and it was um, a collage of tiny pictures of JFK Jr. spelling yeah. out Q, yeah. and then he just went, huh? And yeah. I well, I mean, like, that oh, does say it all. <laughs> sure, yep, I see what you're saying here, you know. And but it's it's heartbreaking. Anyway, it's very.
1: What's awesome is so today in Dallas, um, what looked like a couple of hundred people showed up anticipating yeah. not just JFK Jr to make his announcement to to come back to life in Dealey Plaza where his dad was <laughs> murdered um mm. and to announce his his candidacy for vice president there which if you just try to get yourself in the head assuming JFK Jr was alive would he pick to start his campaign the place where his father's head was exploded
4: probably not. I would posit, maybe.
1: Pr- probably not probably not <laughs> perhaps, maybe perhaps, you perhaps, know maybe like, i mean uh, maybe you know
4: the place you choose is uh you know says I mean, a lot about your future campaign and
1: knowing what I know about JFK Jr. if he were going to announce his campaign he would do it by crashing a plane into the sea. <laughs>
4: mm,
1: what an announcement. Uh, a
6: real spectacle. Anyway, that's not the news we prepared to talk about. Well, it's so speaking
4: it's a little bit the news. Speaking of JFK Jr. Oh good. Um thank God. Some Biden news. is well, Biden has delayed the release of the JFK files. Um he, oh, has. he has related to the assassination of because George JFK. H. W. Bush did it uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, so that's the thing. Like, it's for, like it's first of all, it's wild that like it's like under the rug, just like slipping. By, by the way, like we're delaying these. So okay, the reasoning for this, it's just very, it's just funny, I guess. Um... According to the memo issued by Biden, uh, the National Archivist recommended postponement because of the coronavirus pandemic. Ah, oh, sure. Pandemic. Yeah, that would that would Del- make it a problem. <laughs> uh-huh. It delays we wouldn't the want to risk anybody.
6: Well, you <laughs> know, there might be some diseases, you know, sealed up with them that if we opened it now and released well, it and
1: it's just such a party thing, you know, you get you get access to the JFK assassination files.
4: You're going to want to go to the club to read them.
5: Yep.
2: You know, yep,
4: exactly. Um, I like think a key part Jeez. of this quote uh that's not even like the kicker so uh because the coronavirus pandemic it delayed the review of records necessary to protect against quote an identifiable harm to the military defense intelligence operations law enforcement or the conduct of foreign relations that is of such gravity that it outweighs the public interest in disclosure what um it hurts the image of the United States government
6: oh,
1: is oh, what I've gathered oh, from that quote. So I'm very
6: curious what's in them. Uh, maybe they meant something else. Maybe George H.W. Bush, Bush it
4: did it. Yeah. Uh, so apparently some documents will be released on December 15th. Uh others will be late 2022. Um we'll see about that. We're going to check in I guess on December 15th uh, to see if they are further delayed, but uh
6: yikes.
4: And they just—they're just trying to protect Bernie Sanders. So respect to them.
6: Mad respect. What else yeah, is in the news? I mean, uh,
4: oh,
1: yeah. so a very funny thing has happened, which is that Republicans have convinced themselves that "Let's Go Brandon" is a is a real yeah. badass uh, stand-in for. Should fuck we Joe explain
6: Biden? "Let's Go Brandon"? I really yes. just learned about that this week.
1: <laughs> Some sports teams. Fans were yelling "Fuck Joe Biden," and an announcer at the game misheard it as "Let's go Brandon." (laughs) I think
4: because there was a player named Brandon. I don't know. And no, so I okay. Yeah, Cody Cody knows. I I do want to get into this a little bit. It's because it's very silly from uh, from both sides. It is. It Um, is. I was.
1: I wanted to talk about the Democrats, but yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah, Please. uh, From the start of this, more or less, it was. I believe it was a NASCAR. uh, Yeah, NASCAR. And they were talking to someone named Brandon. Um. And first of all, so like, I don't know if you know Jesse Kelly from The Federalist. I think he he sums up the perception of the right about this moment uh, very well. Uh, it's the original story of an announcer blatantly lying about it. And then the communists freaking out over any regime criticism catching on, which, first of all, I don't know if you've talked to any communists, but they are more than welcome to uh, criticize Joe Biden <laughs> Um, yes. And might even uh, join in on a chant of fuck Joe Biden. But basically the crowd at this NASCAR uh, race was chanting fuck Joe Biden. And the an uh, reporter was talking to someone named Brandon. And she was like, Oh, look, they're listen, they're they're cheering for you. They're cheering, let's go, Brandon. Um, which I think is an honest mistake because fuck Joe Biden. Let's go, Brandon. She's literally talking to a guy named Brandon. It's a crowd of people in a stadium with all these, like, uh, like not even in time with each other. All these voices from all different directions shouting his thing. I think it's perfectly reasonable to mishear that and, like, say that, oh, they're saying this for you. Uh, The right took that to be the fake news is lying for Joe Biden. They're protecting him. They don't want you to know that they were shouting, fuck Joe Biden. Um, so right off the bat, it's a misinterpretation <laughs> of the actual moment that happened. Yeah. It feeds into their narrative like fake news doesn't want you to, to say anything about Joe. Um,
1: doesn't
6: feed into it. They just – why are they even saying that? It doesn't – I know why. Go why ahead.
1: don't what you just so say they,
4: fuck Joe Biden? Well, but, is, but they were. That's the thing. Yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but now, now it's, it's like a joke. They, uh, got it, they finally up. have a yeah. second joke. Congratulations. You got a second joke. Uh, and it's let's go Brandon, and so yeah. they've started to say let's go Brandon when they mean to fuck Joe Biden, not because they're afraid to say fuck, but because it's this little in joke and then they have.
6: There was yeah. that Southwest and, pilot that, and then it kept over going. The yeah,
4: and now it's a thing that's sort of being framed as like it's like the new OK sign. It's the new like it's a no. new Nazi thing, and it's like no, it's just no, a they silly just don't little like fucking Joe Biden. Yeah, and it's, they don't yeah, like Joe so Biden. It's a troll joke.
1: Yeah, the thing that I I can't. So there's a company called Palmetto State Armory, which makes low end gun parts. Oh, I see. Like cheap low end gun parts, particularly a lot in a lot of cases for like building your own like ARs and stuff. And they release there's a thing called a lower receiver. It's the part of the gun that's legally the gun. It's like the center of an AR-15. Um and they've been selling for years. Ones with different slogans. They've, there's a bunch of MAGA ones out. Like they, you can get all sorts of shit printed on your fucking guns. Um, like some of them have it. will have it so that like the safety says you know. Uh, uh I, I don't know. There's like pirate shit or what, like a vast and yar. Like all sorts of like branded silly guns. And they put out a Let's Go Brandon rifle. And now a bunch of like one former FBI agent and a bunch of very credulous journalists are all like. Spamming the ATF and the Secret Service about this as if it's a death threat. Which, no, they're doing the thing they always do, where they put little memes on their guns. It's not a death threat. They're not. It's like, yeah, it's, it's deeply it's printing silly. Um, Let's go, Brandon, on a rifle. It's fine. They have the right to do that. Like, shut up.
4: Um. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Uh, someone yeah. like ta- like I contacted the FBI about this. Like, well, mm-hmm. then you're yeah, a and, silly waste of time. Yeah.
1: So, F- Dear FBI, someone used their free speech to s- write something that's not a threat. Um. Please stop like, this.
4: Yeah. And like I've seen I've just seen a lot of the media like be, like these like a lot of former FBI agents and like CIA and uh like uh just media like media figures just being like, This is the new like this is like MAGA's seek heil. Like this is like I no, can't believe God. they're saying this. Oh, they're treating God. it like this thing. It's like it's totally cool and fine and good to say fuck whoever the president is. Whoever the president right. is. Yeah. Uh that's like our thing. It's like a really well, good thing to be that, to be able to do and to yep. frame this like just, it's like this like racist dog just, whistle. Maybe it will be. I don't know.
6: There's just plenty of things to be genuinely upset about other than this. And also the comparison, comparing it to the OK symbol, it's just flat out wrong. That was a symbol that got appropriated <laughs> to become something else. And then people were using it without knowing what it meant, et cetera. You know, yeah. versus a phrase that was created and is a joke. And yes, we get to say fuck Joe Biden if you want to say fuck Joe Biden. You could just say fuck Joe Biden. Um and like say it's a
4: silly joke, that's fine, but like to view it as this like horrendous thing. And like then the so with the pilot, uh Well, yeah. I, obviously it's, again, it's, it it's, there. Again, it's silly from all sides. So like the pilot uh Shouldn't have probably said that because most like most jobs have like don't be political to your customers. Yeah, it's not and really there's a completely a reasonable a case yeah. to make. Like if you're a pilot, all these people's lives are in your hands. Yeah, so completely reasonable to be like, well, he shouldn't be saying stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might have a policy he signed saying he wouldn't do stuff like that, and he did. And if he did, then there should be some sort of consequence for that. But then, like, you just know that if he gets fired or uh, disciplined in any way. The right is going to take that as like, see, you can't say anything these days. The wokes have like, they're canceling everybody for Let's Go Brandon. It's like, well, no, it's like a completely reasonable reaction. Yeah. Uh, and if you were to flip this and a pilot said, fuck Trump three years ago, mm-hmm. it, everyone of would course be like, be fired. great shot. Well, he'd either be fired, but the people who are saying fire this guy would be praising that pilot for saying, fuck Trump. Sure. Like, mm. I, I mean, maybe not, but like. I There's still definitely, think it's a rhythm, you know, like Robert incendiary
6: can, like, and unnecessary thing to do from the pilot with a bunch of people on your plane. Oh yeah, <laughs> anyway, as
4: a pilot for sure. Um, but I, so I was actually looking pilot. into this because there was a pilot uh, a year or two ago that was like telling a bunch of like Trump uh, supporters on the plane that he would like drop them off in Kansas, was, like over the PA, is like, "I'll oh, drop you off in Kansas." And it was written up as this like, "Oh, he's threatening Trump supporters." Like, well, mm-hmm. no, they were being loud and raucous on the plane. And much like all pilots do, if that happens, he says he's going to drop you off Mine's somewhere <laughs> that you're yeah. not going to go., <laughs> um, yeah, it's just all very silly, uh, and everyone, yeah,
1: with, and it's, it's all being silly about it if the the fucking liberals yelling at at this point about banning shit, All they're doing is making it, like, easier to suppress left-wing speech because that's the only thing that would ever actually get suppressed. Like, no one's ever going to get arrested for owning a a fucking Let's Go Brandon Mm AR-15, but someone might go to prison for having a red flag on their plate carrier, Uh, like that dude who went to prison for three and a half years because he posted about organizing in the wake of the January 6th attack. Like, anytime you make calls like this to suppress speech— uh because it makes you kind of uncomfortable, all it does is blow back on you and wind up getting people in prison who are uh not not your enemies because that's the way our government and our law enforcement system works, and you should be smarter than that, you fucking
4: dummies yeah um i don't yeah. know if they know or not, but like it's also silly you know- let them say there's let them say, let them say their second joke. Yeah, it's a it's, stupid joke. And, like, and it like just from a practical standpoint, did you go to a
1: fucking public school? If so, you know that the fastest way to kill something like this is not yeah. to talk, is just to ignore yeah.
6: it. Don't give it air. Yeah. You Yeah, let there's it a reason that was Ruben my first thought was like if day. we weren't like <laughs> if we weren't reacting to it in some capacity, it would blow over. Um speaking of blow over, mm. yeah. Time for some ads. Did you like that voice? I hated it. We're
0: going to blow some ads your way. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through
5: it together or not. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone.
6: News, India, there, Ooh, what? The
1: Bob.
6: Um, uh, let's talk about Elon Musk. Uh, right?
4: Are I we? I oh, really... like Elon Musk for his um, no, epic, yeah. tweets yeah. epic tweets. Epic tweets. Twats his
1: his tweets and sports. his
6: twats. Um, yeah, Pretending yeah. Really to this care week, about people. We're gonna talk about him trolling the director of UN Food Scarcity Organization. On Twitter, because mm-hmm. that's what it was. He's trolling him. Um, yeah, basically saying he would give him six billion dollars if he could prove how that would solve world hunger. And there's a lot of things about this <sighs> stupid conversation that people seem to be getting wrong. One <laughs> on the surface is like how many of the Elon Musk it's Elon Muskets. What's the term for them? Yeah, uh, Elon Muskets. You know, yeah you know, I actually thought that this was like some generous offer like
1: <laughs> yeah like the time he fixed the water in Flint Michigan, which right. he totally did or the time that he saved those kids in that cave, which he totally did you know the other yeah. times he's done this and it All wasn't those times just he's a scam
6: been a superhero um this has been framed like as a response to to um you know the claim that six million dollars from billionaires would fix world hunger. But that's not what happened (laughs) exactly. Um, But rather, it it was suggested that it would go a long way in helping. I don't know. The whole thing really frustrated me. This is from CNN. This is what was actually said. Billionaires need to step up now on a one-time basis, said David Beasley in an interview on CNN's Connect the World with Becky Anderson that aired Tuesday, citing specifically the world's two richest men, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. six billion. Dollars to help 20, 42 million people that are literally going to die if we don't reach them. It's not complicated, he added. A perfect storm of several crises, such as climate change and the COVID nineteen pandemic, mean many nations are knocking on famine's door. Which is true. That's something we've been talking about for a long time. I mean, first um, off,
1: don't knock on that door. Stay away from famine's house. But
6: stay mm-hmm. the fuck away from. Yeah, you don't, bother, don't bother. Just don't bother
4: famine. Like,
1: it's not. It's not going to be cool. You don't need to be there. Yeah, you know, anyway.
6: don't fuck with famine. Yeah. Um, this is a side note. I'm not sure if you guys saw this. There's probably been a variety of articles. I read an article on Daily Beast this week about how the military is actually is pre- already preparing uh, for climate change wars. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. wars spawned oh. from fa- by famine. Um, and th- and th- many people believe that it's already started.
1: Yeah, and they've started uh, the kind of transfer of military equipment to police has been accelerated for police departments who can make a climate change use case for their equipment. Yeah. Because the way in which the ruling class is going to deal with the consequences of the world that they've refused to let us change in any meaningful way is they're going to arm the cops more – in order to stop people from taking any kind of justice and in order to protect the increasingly small enclaves that they have to protect themselves from, you know, the consequences of yeah, climate change. Uh, it's cool stuff. And police are way better to do that with than the military because, uh, for one thing, soldiers are not as indoctrinated in fucking cult bullshit as cops are. Uh, and it's harder to get them to murder their families for you, but cops will murder all anybody's family. They don't give a shit. As Long as you let them live in a slightly nicer neighborhood than everybody else, they'll uh, they'll they'll fire into a crowd with live ammo. They don't give a fuck. Anyway, get, he, that's my little rant. I mean,
6: no, that's yeah, mm-hmm. right on the money. Um, this is this is a quote from the Daily Beast, um, just along these lines. I'm just using this to point out. What's happening around the world. Um, according to a recent article published by the political risk analysis firm Global Risk Insights, there may already be reasons to think violence in Somalia is linked to ki- climate change. Millions of Somali people have begun to face food insecurity after almost continuous dry spells since the 2011 East African drought. Um, anyway, it goes on. That is just to point out what it is that we're looking at and how this it's already happening and will continue to accelerate. Um and here he is trolling the guy and creating all of this conversation. Yeah,
4: he doesn't actually care. Um, it's well, it's, it's no. frustrating because like he's responding in a way that like he doesn't mean any of it. Uh, even if right there was uh like a there's, clear there's there's
1: nothing you could present him with, not even the clearest action study, like laying out dollar by dollar how you would actually eliminate hunger using his money would get him to give you a dime
6: also just some points here because there's been a lot of chatter back and forth of like actually that amount of money wouldn't begin to you know tip of the iceberg in this whole conversation about how there was eight billion just last year um and that didn't solve it again this isn't about solving this is about helping and the point of the six billion was yes to include what's happening now recently the 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 effects of the pandemic and climate change and all the different insecurities and instabilities around the world, et cetera, well, the whole thing has been discussed.
1: There's also the fact, like yeah, six poorly. billion, like you can't just pour money into solve hunger because there's a lot of different political and and military realities, a, a ton of different things that kind of feed into the fact that people are starving in the world. But one thing that would help to eliminate starvation is if a tiny, tiny fraction of the world's population did not hoard all of the wealth and fight egregiously against any kind of reform to make climate change less devastating uh, and against any kind of reform to reduce inequality, not just within the United States, but globally, and thus increase the ability of people to take care of themselves. Um, And Elon Musk's money is a symptom of that problem. Um, And no, him giving away $6 billion doesn't solve no. anything but us building but, a world in which he doesn't get to accumulate that kind of money exactly, would matter
6: Exactly. Yeah. although yeah give away billions of dollars if people can eat for a year because you did that even if it's not solving <laughs> the world's climate crisis but I'm not even asking that I'm talking about changing the structure the systemic structure and and how we let them get away with this shit and yeah
4: we're gonna solve the world's problems and it's gonna be great I find Elon Musk to be so distasteful and frustrating and uh I also Mr. Jeff Bezos has discussed his plan to give a couple billion dollars to plant trees I believe yeah which doesn't
1: yeah I mean it's it's a a, a, a minuscule piece of 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 an effective but like actually just adding trees doesn't do much uh number 1 re Foresting, like damaged forests, does a lot more than just kind of planting new ones that you've already destroyed. And without kind of the secondary species that grow up around it, the forests aren't much of a climate, a carbon sink, actually, and also have very little resilience to fire. Anyway, there's a whole bunch of reasons why planting trees is part of 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 a successful rewilding project, but it's like the twenty percent ish of it.
4: Well, like, I mean, like most things, the the climate, uh, there's so many different factors that go into yeah. it, and so many variables that you need a multi pronged approach to actually yes. address it. Um, and I just find it frustrating when. So he spoke to this climate summit in Glasgow, <laughs> uh, and you, you got to say it things, right, Cody. Glasgow, 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 Glasgow. That's the Glasgow conference that. That's what they call it. He was at. Here's just a little choice quote from his speech. Um, We've discussed this before, but I was told that seeing the Earth from space changes the lens from which you view the world. But I was not prepared for just how much. And I just find it very funny that he keeps coming back to this idea that his space flight changed his perspective uh, to the point where, like, what he's doing is just like, yeah, there's like some money for this. Like, he the, the things he's doing are things. Any like reasonable adult with yeah. that kind of money would know needs to be done. Like there's no like profound change in his behavior. Yeah. Like he it, shouldn't have required to go to space to t- realize this.
1: No,
6: it's a talking point <laughs> that he gets to say.
1: Yeah, it would no. be yeah. it would be rad if he was like, you know what, space changed me, and so I am completely rejiggering and revamping Amazon into an armed militia to murder fossil fuel executives. That would there be kind I I would I would alter my opinions on Jeff Bezos. I would I would sure. be like, you know, that's a man who's changed.
4: Um, but like this is like just like it it amounts to like, yeah, you're like a grown adult. You know that the climate is important and that climate change yeah. is real. So like what did you actually learn? Um Speaking of change. Mm,
6: this is a good one. Yeah. How about that coin toss for good luck? Fighting the climate emergency. Oh my God! Did it happen? 2020? Did they do it? I yeah. don't know. Yeah, no. They they solved it. They they threw all the money in the pond. And they solved it. Yeah, it's um,
1: it's very. It's like it's obscene a little bit.
6: Do you see Joe Biden fall asleep during the opening
1: statement? Same Joe. Yeah, same. same. I mean,
6: honestly, though, yes, you know. But I it's the it. most
1: important meeting ever because it's gonna fix the climate. I don't know, I hate the idea that have a meeting like this there's any chance that it could it could help things uh'cause well China it and fundamentally... russia didn't even show up, yeah, yeah, it's pointless there's no well, no value in them doing this,
6: apparently Russia wants i mean now the the new um you know trade wars will be who gets to control the new waterways as the Arctic melts um that's yeah. big on Russia's list here. Um, yeah, it's all depressing. Uh, I, yeah, I don't but, know that there's much to talk about in because it's still ongoing. Go ahead, Cody.
4: Well, the, then the, all the people there, the nations there, have committed to achieving carbon neutrality 1970? by or around mid-century. So, yeah. getting yeah. The, right on it, by there or around, go. yeah.
6: Um.
4: Uh, Good.
6: It's hard. It's like it's a bad situ. It's a bad situation, guys. I mean, people around the world look to the U.S. The U.S. is the you know, I think the worst polluter, worst polluter per person, um, yeah, in the world. And people look to the United States to lead the way. And of course, we, we we removed ourselves from the Paris Climate Agreement under Trump. Which, you know, Biden apologized for this week. (laughs) Um, But in general, the world looks to us and we can't get anything done. Joe Biden can't pass his own climate initiatives here in the United States. So they're supposed to. To follow our lead. How? You know what I mean? Anyway, we're America. We're
1: leaders. We'll do it. Yeah, this is fun. I don't know. I. Oh, I just got an email from CPAC
6: cool are we going St- this year
1: start your week by saving america
6: mm. <sighs> how oh. it's about
1: the election in virginia well that's a nice pivot there's an election in virginia
6: should we take a break and then do that after the ads sure yeah i love cool. taking
4: breaks welcome to the worst year ever
0: we'll get through it together
5: Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry i late, everyone.
5: Where does he get these stupid jokes from?
3: He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes Podcast.
5: Oh, great. More dad jokes for me.
3: We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes Podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: The show you are listening to. It's election day, everybody. Do you want yes. to talk about how the it's polls. been a
6: fucking year since the election? That's a trip. The yeah. other election. Um, yeah, it's that was weird fun. To th- it's weird to think that it was just a year ago and that it was only a year ago for me personally. Um, and how stressed out I was this time last year. Just losing my mind. It was
4: me. It's a lot of people. <gasps> yeah. But we did it and then fixed everything after that. Right?
6: Yeah. That's why this we year saved. is just flown by all the progress mm-hmm. that's been made. You know, I can't even keep track of it. I couldn't even begin to list all the progress that's been made. Duh. We got <laughs> the...
1: We got, oh, we the, got the... Oh, I mean, he... uh. You know the yeah you can, that
6: thing he uh, did re,
1: he did repeal some of the bans well, for, on people serving in the military. So now all that additional there. money going into the military can go to more people. Yeah, sure. eh? he did eh?
6: um, reinstate the remain in Mexico policy.
1: Yeah, that's why there's nobody in concentration in camps was on the such border. Such a
6: success too. Mm.
1: I just love that we got out of Afghanistan and then uh, put Murdered kids. more money. Stop talking into talking about the, it? The, Oh, I mean, the murdering kids thing we've just been doing for forever. That's not new. Um,
4: old hat, they call old it.
1: Old hat. ABMC.
4: We got our everybody vaxxed up. We're really knocking to it go. out of the park with, with open content a- everything, right now. Open everything back up. Yeah. And uh, the bills are happening. You know, uh, we started at like trillion, and much like golf, you want it to be lower. So we're getting it down to like 1.2 trillion, which is a good score for golf politics. Yep. That's how bills work, yes? Yes.
7: Okay.
2: Okay.
7: (sighs) Yeah. Um... Uh,
6: what did you guys want to talk about now? It doesn't seem like there's enthusiasm to talk about this election day stuff. Uh, Uh, I mean,
1: you know, Virginia Republicans are trying to take uh, the state Congress back from a democratic majority. That's that's thin, but, but has been in place for a little while now. I think it's an eight seat advantage in the house um, and a pretty split Senate. Uh, Everything is going to be up for election in 2022, but like there's some stuff, I don't know up now. And then there's, uh, what's his name? This uh, uh
6: we got Terry McAuliffe. Terry McAuliffe, and who sucks, Youngkin,
1: who sucks. Also, More. yeah, they're all Terry bad.
6: McAuliffe though is an old friend of Hillary's.
1: Yeah, and Terry McAuliffe said a bunch of great shit about uh what happened in Charlottesville, and then did absolutely nothing to to. Yeah, Whoa. it's hard. Yeah. I know we
6: haven't talked about this election very much. Um. Or at all. I don't know. <laughs> mm. But it, it, part of it is that, is that it, I'm not enthusiastic about either candidate. Obviously, we would prefer to have a Democrat win. But um, this is a really, really tight race. Yunkin was slightly ahead in the polls, but it's unclear. Yeah. Um, Biden wants it to be known that, uh, that this race does not reflect his White House performance. That's and good. Donald Trump um, comes in at the last minute and endorses Glenn Youngkin so that he doesn't get responsibility if he loses, but he also gets to say that he helped him win, uh, yada, yada, yada. This absolutely should be something that we're looking to as a signal as to what's going on and what we might expect in 2024. Um, it's maybe not the be all end all indicator, but it's worth paying attention to. Yeah, I mean,
1: I guess the 2018 midterms were uh, ha- had some stuff to tell us about uh, where the nation was headed.
6: The midterms certainly will,
1: but then also the Democrats didn't do anything with it. So I don't know. Like, I just what a, what do I? Way... Is all the Democrats can promise me that they're not gonna like be as nakedly fascistic as the Republicans? Yeah. Because that's um not going to do it not going to win the election that's elections. how I
6: feel i'm I, okay so there's a poll that 70% mm-hmm. of the country thinks that we're heading in the wrong direction i roll my eyes at that poll a little bit in that i'm like well give me specifics yeah i think that we all can agree that we're not doing something right but i think that there's a disagreement as to what <laughs> we're doing wrong like some of those people uh, you know, are mad about it. Things for different reasons, but in general, I think everybody's mad that nothing's happening and nothing's changing, and that the problems are blatant. Um, and there's absolutely no progress, no action, and no backbone.
1: Yeah, and it's you know the the attitude is is just like, well, we have to compromise. We have to compromise. You can't get everything, and it's like, well, but we're not getting anything. Mansion isn't moving his. Number at all. We're just going down to him. He's dictating your entire agenda. I know, uh, and and nobody else's opinion matters on anything.
6: I another thing I tweeted, but uh, I I it was like I was thinking about like if if Donald Trump <laughs> was president, and you know Joe Manchin was holding up his entire agenda, he would be publicly shaming him, talking about it on. Fox News, and I'm not saying that I want Joe Biden to do that, but in general, there's a difference in messaging that happens that we are so bad at. We're so bad at playing this game of public opinion of, of, you know, anyway.
1: Yeah. I mean, and there's a bunch of shit, like part of the problem is that there's a bunch of shit Biden could have done even without Manchin and cinema, that Trump would have done the right wing equivalent of, like he could get rid of student loan debt. Um he could do an emergency authorization, authorization um to expand Medicare. He could fucking push to legalize pot. Like what the fuck? We haven't we haven't done that shit yet. Like it's the Well that's the that's the
4: kind of thing that actually does have like Bipartisan support and yes,
1: yeah. it's the one thing everybody wants, and we like just why? No, I'm not going to take this easy dunk. This incredibly simple dunk. Even like Matt Gates dunk. is on board
4: with that shit. Like, like nobody
1: have... would be against it's it's political suicide to be against legalizing
4: pot. But, but apparently not, because uh, he was pretty clearly against it and became the president. So. Yeah, but it wasn't. That was not what the the
1: election was a referendum know, on. And and pot polled better than anyone. Like he didn't. He didn't. And he like, also he, didn't like make it a thing at all. Yeah, wasn't he didn't like, talk about it. I'm not going to
4: do it. He was like, Yeah, I'm not going to do that.
1: Yeah. Um. And he and he he specifically like didn't really talk about it. Well, uh, where uh where uh what was what's his fucking name was it grass no um oh I'm forgetting which Democrat but one of one of the 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 Democratic Congress people was constantly talking it uh uh Schumer where Schumer was constantly talking about like yeah we're going to we it's going to come up for a vote we're going to mm-hmm. decriminalize it like we're going to do it uh nothing fucking crickets um and at some next election some fucking republican or Trump is going to just jam that in with you know, murdering trans people on the ballot mm-hmm. and uh, win an election yeah so uh, yeah
4: sprinkling those things with the yep. with the bad things and uh but work. that's,
1: you know, the how the Democrats are smart. They know how to deal with politics.
6: Yeah.
7: <laughs> they just uh, fined uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene $48,000 for not wearing a mask on the House floor.
1: Oh, that's going to make her a lot of money.
4: That is going to make her a lot
7: of yeah. money.
1: Yeah, that's going to be nothing uh, but it's positive It's going to make her more her.
4: than $48,000. Absolutely. And
6: it's probably going to pay her salary, too.
4: Yep, it's probably gonna help her get reelected when she needs to do that too. Yep,
6: she's been fined
7: 20 times for not wearing a mask after receiving an initial warning in May. She was fined $500 for her first offense, then $2,500 for each subsequent offense.
4: Well-functioning nation,
7: so
6: great. <laughs> yeah, so great.
1: We're all clearly doing well.
6: Yep. Should we end on something nice? Everybody say something. Recommend something that they've been watching. I'll start. The next thing. You Should Eat, David Chang's new show. It's really good. I've only watched a couple episodes. It's fascinating. You know, each one talks about different elements of the food industry. You know, the future of meat, how it's going to be grown, how restaurants are having to evolve during the pandemic. That one's actually kind of hopeful. Um, it's interesting. I like it. All
4: right. I recommend going outside, <sighs> taking a deep breath of fresh yeah. air. spending time That's a time good with your one. Yeah.
6: yeah, that's a good one.
4: Or like I, Succession is good this season.
6: Succession, yeah. like,
4: you know, pick one.
1: I've been pickling. We we just I pickled the last of my harvest last night. Got a lot of pickled onions and green tomatoes. And when the pickles are fully pickled, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fry up some of those pickled green tomatoes. It's gonna be good as hell. Ooh,
6: how long um, does that take?
1: I don't no, probably in a week or so. I'll leave them.
6: That pickling
1: nice. before I cook the the first of it. Um. Yeah, not not much uh, other than that. I watched Detroiters. Finally, y'all y'all seen Detroiters. Oh, I with a uh, Tim Robinson from I think you should leave.
6: Yeah, I, well, and Sam Richardson, right?
1: Yeah, and Sam Richardson. is fucking yeah. incredible. I yeah. haven't
6: seen all of it, but Sam, we love Sam. He used to work at Cracked. while well, he would be in mm-hmm. stuff um, at Cracked. He's a goddamn delight. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good recommendation. Great show. Mm-hmm. Great show. And Watch I Detroiters. Think yeah. Best Halloween costumes this year by far. Were, oh yeah! Uh, I think you should leave costumes. <laughs> I am.
1: I am absolutely in love with how thoroughly that show understands what the internet wants. It's like yeah, every, yeah, every yeah. skit is just crafted to be a thing that that people lose their goddamn Total minds. Total
6: home runs, Cody. Have you yeah. watched it yet? You, should. you haven't watched.
4: I think you should leave.
6: You really? Should. I've seen.
4: I've seen an episode that was very funny. Oh watch. Cody. I'll send you uh,
6: some I'll send you some. You got
1: to you got to watch Watch the, first the, episode. the best so much of I think you should leave skits like one way or another explain things happening in the world like NFTs are just the dan flashes skit. Like all, they all function on dan flashes yep. logic and it's <laughs> it's it's beautiful that I I don't even think that was intentional. There's just there's just so much wonderful human nature in that, that show. What a great show. And Every-
6: in the playing the prank in the mall
1: yeah, yeah. It's, it's all it's, it's too all much great. Shit
6: on me. It's amazing. It's all you have to great. Watch it. I'm not so. This is just this quote,
1: is um, what, what we're sketches. reduced to because we're so tired of the fucking. <laughs>
2: news.
6: I know. I just wanted a moment I of mean, talking to some friends about stuff yeah. before we signed off because are it feels so bleak. Are you guys watching the last season of Insecure?
7: No, I don't. Not watch yet. Right? No, nope. it's really good so far. Recommend I mean, Insecure if you haven't watched it. It's. They're on their fifth and last season. Highly recommend. And then also
4: music yeah. can't go wrong with music. Like yeah, with you
6: music. can.
7: I'm also yeah, uh, can. reading uh, <laughs> based on Robert I went and wrong Garrison's. With music last week. I was gonna say I was also reading "Cultish" oh. by Amanda Montell, which Robert and Garrison recommended to me, and
6: it's really good so far. I was hoping you were yeah. gonna say, and it's bad. Why did you guys recommend <laughs> this? This is <laughs>
7: no, it's really good so far. It's really, it's. Uh, I mean, it's intense, but it's good. Yeah, uh,
1: I had a terrible experience with music recently uh, where I was listening. So I, I got sent a song that was like made up of a bunch of cut up Star Trek, the next generation clips. And I was like, oh, this is fun. And then I looked into the artist and it turns out he's a uh, fucking fascist. Uh, ah! he's, like, it was like, oh, no. <laughs>
6: What why does everything why, lead to this?
1: Why did I? Why did I look up this person? Why? Why would I do that? I should know by never now. Never look, look up look anybody. At, you never look up people.
4: All right. Look well, up. no. It never got recommend dark
1: again.
6: We were having. Never fun look talking. up anything.
4: Never enjoy anything. Uh, never. Wait, wait. No, All no. no, no you're right. You're right. Go outside. Take a breath of fresh air. Go
6: outside
1: while Go outside. you can.
6: That's right. Enjoy it while you can, motherfuckers. <laughs>
1: Jesus, you can check us out
6: online at Worst Year Pod. That's right, Robert. Jesus, what an episode! We got to get our act together.
1: I yeah. Everything's so
7: dumb. Everything's so dumb, and it's gonna get dumber. Great. I tried. Yes, Daniel. Lovely.
6: Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
0: Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
5: Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner.
2: Gene! Gene Fodor. Gene, was good.
3: But be careful.